Hey, welcome to the Viewmasters. Farscape, episode 60. Revenging Angel. My name is Joe. My name is Eric. Howdy. Howdy. How do do? Uh, How you doing? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I'm processing what just happened. Uh-huh. And I don't know how I feel about it yet. <laughs> uh, so this is a B-Team episode. Yes, it is. And uh, the thought that I have is that there are two things that make a B-Team episode more watchable. Uh, one thing uh, is if you draw during the boring parts. Uh-huh. Uh, and the other thing is if the not boring parts are animated. <laughs> uh... Looks like you found yourself a cure then. I think I did. Found yourself a cure for the old B-Team Blues. Because <laughs> uh, we were both drawing uh, during this episode. Mm -hmm. And uh, when the not boring parts were happening, it was animated. Yeah. What the fuck? This was the perfect episode. <laughs> perfect, perfect viewing experience. <laughs> yeah, not really. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh... So, I don't get what's happening with, uh, uh, with, with, uh, I, uh, <laughs> use your words. I'm trying. <laughs> they leave me. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, the B-Team episodes are, uh, where the writers and the directors just say, nah, what the fuck? <laughs> and just do any little goddamn thing that they want. That's certainly what it seems like. Uh, whether it's good or not, or progresses any kind of story, uh, just, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> That's the impression I'm getting. Yeah, pretty much. Especially from the, the last handful of uh, B-Team episodes. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, haven't been great anyway. So yeah. I did the B team. Right. Um, yeah, plus Aaron's on the A team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> She's the important one. Uh huh. <laughs> the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a difference. There is. Yeah. Uh, it's like I was reading an article today and, uh, somebody, uh, uh, it was about the movie Clue. Yeah, I read that too. And uh, the director, you know, he said people come up to him and say their Clue is their favorite movie, and he's like, "Well, if you haven't seen The Godfather or Lawrence of Arabia, and there's, you know, The Godfather, which I have seen, uh, is a very, very, very good movie. Maybe one of the best. It's not ever going to be my favorite. Yeah, because uh, you know, it's just a." Uh, you know, what I consider my favorite would be something that I would uh, just uh, rewatch, you know, over and over again. Right. And that's usually probably something that is dumb and mindless. Like Clue. Right. <laughs> so, you know, there's a difference between best and most important. Yeah. Yeah. I thought The Godfather was boring. Okay. Just putting that out there. That's fine. Never seen the second one. I have not either. I only recently saw The Godfather about a year, year or two ago. Is that a Miss Classic? It was a Miss Classic. Yeah. Yeah. And I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yes, definitely not the best movie ever made. 
but it's a very, very good movie. That it's is g- very well made. It's got good parts. Mm-hmm. But overall, I was bored. Yeah. I mean, I would certainly rather spend my time watching, uh, you know, The Evil Dead or something like that. Yeah. Because uh, you know, people get cut in half and there's <laughs> blood splattery everywhere. And... <laughs> Dude, there's not enough cutting people in half in The Godfather. No, there's not. They really need to remake that. You know, Marlon Brando, at some point, should have lopped off his hand <laughs> and replaced it with a chainsaw. Yeah. <laughs> then we can talk about The Godfather maybe being my favorite movie. And then send his infant son into space. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, provide only voice work uh, for a character that's played by a donut. Or a bagel. That's what it was. What? That was one of the things from Superman <coughs> that he told Richard Donner, like, just to fuck with him, I guess. Okay. He's like, well, how do we know that on Krypton... They even look like people. They could just look like bagels. Oh, and right. I can read my lines from off, off screen. All right, then. And that's Marlon Brando. I'm guessing that wasn't Marlon Brando just fucking with anyone? Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, uh... seemed to be notoriously lazy about making movies, especially uh, as he got older. Yeah. Re- reading dialogue off of Kal-El's diaper. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, just showing up, not knowing his lines at all, wanting to put on some sort of fake uh, affectation. <laughs> Marlon Brando, our, our finest actor. Our finest actor. Thank you, Sean Penn. <laughs> oh, that fucking guy. <laughs> Sean Penn? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Just remove the stick from your ass, sir. Yeah. He's, uh... If there was ever a definition or or some sort of (laughs) anti-fun... Fun vacuum. Yeah. That would be Sean Penn. (laughs) Which is weird, considering how he got his start. Yeah, Yeah. that is weird. He should, uh... Yeah, he should make a comment. (laughs) Yeah. Get back to your roots, Sean. Yeah. Maybe he's, uh... Maybe he's funny in the secret life of old, uh, uh, Walter Mitty. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that movie looks awesome. Yes, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly. Yeah. Shockingly so. <laughs> Is that a Spike Jones movie? No. No? It's a Ben Stiller movie. Does he, did he direct it? Yes. Wow. All right. Interesting. Yeah. I did not know that. Neither did I until I looked it up. <laughs> way, to you, way to go, research, Eric. <laughs> I don't know. Words. Yeah, I'm saying words now. Okay. Words are fun. <laughs> uh, Farscape. Farscape. So there's two plots. Uh, they, they start... There? Sort of. There's two, there's okay. two things yeah. happening. Yeah. Uh, it starts with Crichton and Dargo in some sort of ship. Okay. That, yeah, let's let's talk about the ship. All right. Uh, what? Where did that come from? Right. <laughs> I, are they having adventures uh, while we're they off with the A team? While we're off with the A team, they're having adventures, <laughs> and then we're just coming in in the middle, which normally I really like, but I did not like it with the B team. <laughs> I'm fine with the A team having adventures because I can imagine that their adventures are fucking awesome. Right. But the B-Team Adventures, 
The ones that we see are shitty. Yeah. So I would guess that the ones that we don't see are probably pretty terrible. Right. Uh, I would guess so, but I mean, somehow they've acquired this uh, Luxon ship. Yeah. Apparently. Which they don't know is Luxon? I guess. Or something? I don't know what happened. I don't know either. Uh, And I don't think it's because I was drawing during most of it. Like, I paid attention to what seemed like the important parts where they were talking, and nothing came across. Okay. So I do vaguely remember from the beginning of the season that they did have an additional ship on board Moya. Okay. That when they touched it, it, like, like had a force field around them. Okay. And it, like, you know, sent them recoiling. I vaguely remember that as well. Now that you mention it. point on, they have never talked about it, mm-hmm. or mentioned it, or shown it since. And that was the third episode of this season? Yeah, that was quite uh, a while just, ago. Yeah, it, it's been a while. Yeah, we're, what, 16, 18 episodes into this season now? 16. 16, yes. Because we're at the end of a disc. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> where the fuck did this come from? How did they manage to get into it? And apparently they've been, I don't know, hovering in the... Bay Area? Yeah, Dargo's been working on this thing for a while, apparently. Right. But but this is the first we're hearing about. Yeah, who yeah. knows. Okay. I mean, I understand you know, we had some distractions back when the whole crew was together and there was yeah. stuff going on. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, they got split up and then there was that stuff going on. You know, adjusting. Uh, although, you know, uh, poorly in the case of the beating. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, nothing about this stupid ship. I just feel like the B-team could just be completely removed, and and aside from the fact that Crichton is dead on the A-team, so we still need a Crichton, uh, which, spoilers, he's still alive in the B-team, and all the stuff we talked about last week, (laughs) completely fine. Yeah. Yeah, still a Crichton, still a Harvey. Yep. Still, still everything. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, aside from his presence, like, Dargo is just sort of a shell of, of his former self. Right. He's apparently just losing it. Yeah. I, you know, no explanation why. Yeah. Cause... He flips out on Crichton. Yeah, that's what starts this episode, is he, he just goes batshit nuts on him and uh, nearly kills him. Yeah. Uh, Or does kill him? Maybe. Maybe? Severely, fatally injures him. Yeah. (laughs) For no reason. Yeah, he he accuses Crichton. So they're in the ship, this mystery ship from nowhere. Right. uh, Which Crichton now has a severe attachment to. Yeah. uh, Dargo now has a severe attachment to. Because he says it's all he has left. Right. What? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. How? When? Whatever. When? Who cares? <laughs> so, see what I'm guessing <laughs> is that 
while we're with the A-team, and they're having awesome adventures, mm-hmm. that's when the B-team is having their awesome adventures. <laughs> and because they're happening at the same time, we don't get to see those, so we just get the shitty aftermath. So it's just kind of bad luck uh-huh. that we're with the A-team while while things are happening to them. Uh-huh. Yep. But with the B-team, we're just, like, we get them on their off week. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because the show's chronological. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's all happening at the same time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's our theory of Farscape now. I like it. I'm good with that. So uh, next week, which I'm going to assume is an A-team episode... Uh, we'll just be imagining that the B-team is doing something super awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. I like it. If that's what it takes to get through a fucking B-team episode, I'm all for it. Yeah. Of, course, uh, of course, with the A-team now, they don't have a Creighton, so, you know, they'll probably just be uh, sticking the muds. Yeah. yeah. But they've got Aaron. That's true. Uh, so yeah, Dargo flips out on Crichton, and the the ship flips out on both of them, and uh, goes into some sort of self-destruct sequence, yep. and then, yeah. <laughs> so the, the rest of the episode is split into two parts, uh, Crichton's hallucination, I guess, while he's having a near-death experience or something. Sure. And the rest of the crew are trying to stop the the ship from exploding. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll, we'll deal with that part first, I guess. Okay. So it's, you know, Dargo being just a whiny bitch. Yeah. Uh, Chiana and Jewel just being themselves. Yeah. Which, by that, I mean terrible. <laughs> I actually didn't think that Chiana was terrible in this episode. She's Just been worse. At least by comparison to Dargo. By comparison. <laughs> she was the most mature one of the group. Yeah. In this episode. Uh, so, yeah. So, they're trying to all figure out uh, uh, what's happening with this ship. Uh, they discover that it's going to explode and kill uh, Moya and... Uh, and pilot, uh, which uh, they don't want to happen, right? Uh, even though pilot gives them an out, somehow I don't know. I, who cares? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> they can't get off the ship, right? But pilot says it's okay if they want to leave the ship, right? Yeah. So it's really it's an empty gesture. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So they. It's just. Dargo going back and forth trying to mess with this ship and eventually figuring out that it's uh, a Luxon ship. Yeah. Which they apparently had no clue beforehand. Can we stop for a second and go back just real real quick? Okay. Uh, to the tantrum that Dargo throws in Pilot's chamber. Yeah. All right. The, I don't know what brought it on. Because uh, he almost killed John. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so he almost killed John. Yeah. And uh, and he throws a tantrum. Yeah. And and literally throws a tantrum because he just flings his sword, like, down into the somewhere. Pits the, of Moya. Down into the fiery pits of Mordor. Yeah. Is where the sword goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sword that's, like, the most important thing to him... Well, no, the ship is. Now. Well, okay, the, the ship is. That's left. right. I'm sorry, I forgot. It is the only thing I he has forgot. left. The sword is nothing. 
Once he throws away the sword, he really doesn't have anything left. He's just got the ship. Yep. The ship that is trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> He's not good at relationships. No, he is not. <laughs> but yeah, that just, like, what? What? Yeah. What? And another thing I noticed uh, during that sequence, uh, that uh, apparently the B-Team episode is also where we just get pointless slow-mo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the slow-mo in the opening sequence. Yeah. When the ship explodes or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit, we've got got 44 minutes to fill, (laughs) but we only shot 38 minutes of show. (laughs) Can we do uh, six minutes of it in slow motion to try and double the time and fill the rest of the episodes? And they did it! Yeah, they did. Good for you. <laughs> Way to be tricky, filmmakers. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. It's like uh it's like I've seen some movies where, you know, the running time is like seventy five minutes and the uh, credits are like fifteen minutes long. <laughs> uh because they just go up very, very slowly. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, so you couldn't fill Feature length time. <laughs> no, but they could. Sure. Yeah, with credits. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you saw what they did there. I did. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then so so he throws away the sword. Yep. Uh, and then they discover that it's a Luxon ship. And that there are only three ways that they can stop the ship from self-destructing. Uh, and the only way that is viable for them is to use the sword right. that he threw away, but that he keeps with him at all times every other episode. Right. Well, he doesn't nearly kill John every other episode. That's true. He's upset. He see. is. He's very. He's he's having a rough day. Yeah. He's a delicate flower. <laughs> in this episode, is <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> Uh, and so, yeah, so they have to go searching through the sword, and uh, something about rat shit and jewel, and uh, she finds the sword, and uh, they stop the countdown. Yeah, the yeah. end. Yeah. That's, that's, that, that's that one. Yep. Literally all there is. Yep. Uh, it's so fucking stupid. Yep. <laughs> um, which, you know, at the end basically uh, allows uh, Dargo to have a ship of his own. Which is all he has left in life. Right. Yeah. All he all anyone wants is yep. a ship of one's own. Yep. I don't get it. <laughs> Pretty sure they still have, you know, those transport pods on Moya. Mm-hmm. You know, there yeah. seems to be multiple of them, so you know, why can't he Yeah just okay, whatever. Is the prowler still on Moya or uh, is that on Talon? I'm guessing that's on Talon. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the other story, yeah, Crichton's near-death experience, slightly more entertaining. <laughs> well, definitely entertaining. Definitely entertaining. Not necessarily good. Yeah, still ultimately pointless. Yeah, but very entertaining. Yeah. Well, at least at this point, since the other Crichton is dead, uh, remaining Crichton coming near death, you know, there's uh, you know an actual stake. There, yeah, maybe, so yeah. That you know, he is the lead actor in the show, and we know he's not going to die. <laughs> and they they talk about him as if he is dead. Yeah, 
which was weird. Right. I thought he was just in a coma or something. I, yeah, I just thought he was uh, unconscious. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's got swelling in the brain and, and uh, hemorrhaging, but, uh, you know, I mean, they still have him on a life support system of some sort, so mm-hmm. they... Uh, wavy lines. Right. <laughs> wavy, <laughs> pixelated lines. Uh, so he's, he's not dead, but, yeah, they keep acting as if he is. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so the so the thrust of that is that Harvey uh, is trying to talk Crichton into seeking revenge on Dargo for killing him. Right, and that's that's what that's all about. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, and so it's uh, Crichton having basically a fever dream of sorts, uh, where uh, he is uh, imagining himself, uh, his unconscious mind, talking to. You know, various members of the crew and, and trying to get advice on what to do, I guess. Yeah, something uh, like that. I, I think ultimately, the, whatever path he chooses, it's supposed to help him uh, cure his coma. I guess. I, it's, it seems like so. So in in the the scenario, Dargo is chasing him, and and so when he talks to the other people, the other members of the crew. It's like, well, how do I get Dargo to stop chasing me? Right. That's basically, but Dargo's not really chasing him because it's all in his mind. Right. And also they're cartoon characters. They do. They become cartoon characters. Uh, starts out with uh, Harvey, uh, who, again, is, is uh, recommending revenge against Dargo. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Crichton, uh, for some reason, turns him into a cartoon character. Uh, and then uh, the next time when we see Dargo chasing after uh, Crichton, uh, it becomes uh, it becomes a coyote and uh, uh, Wiley coyote and a Roadrunner cartoon, right? But with Crichton and Dargo, yeah, Dargo's a coyote and Crichton is the the Roadrunner. Yep, yeah. he's even got a little horn on his uh, Farscape module. Mm-hmm. That goes beep beep, <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty awesome. It is kind of awesome. I, I liked that sequence. I would enjoy a Saturday morning Farscape cartoon. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I, I think that uh, I might have liked it more at first, and then sort of the novelty wore off. It got old. As it kept going. Eh, well, they had, uh, you know, a lot of time to fill. Yeah, they had 46 minutes. a lot of plot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I like the fully animated sequences better than, uh, the, uh, not-so-fully-animated sequences. Yeah. Like the one that takes a weird Roger Rabbit turn <laughs> at <laughs> one point, the, almost literally. The partial sequence, the, the sequence with live-action Crichton and animated Aaron. Yeah. That was, that was awesome. Right. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Hey, it was good to have Aaron in uh, a B team episode. Yeah. yeah, even if she was a cartoon, she elevates everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah that sequence was fun. Uh, but I was mostly thinking about the uh, towards the end when uh, it was more like a uh, Bob Hoskins versus uh, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. Uh, kind of a sequence with uh, you know Dargo as the evil Judge Tomb. Yeah. Was more live action than actual cartoon. Yeah, but still cartoonish. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. I no, I, I follow completely. Okay then, because <laughs> they're acting like cartoon characters, but it's live action. Right. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. And then Crichton wakes up the end. Pretty much. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yep. <laughs> Crichton refuses to take revenge on Dargo. It says there's no there's no instance in which he would ever do that. Right. Is what he says. So we'll see if that's true. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. probably nothing's gonna yeah, happen. Probably not, no. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it ends with Crichton just hanging out outside of Moya for some reason. Yeah, just out there. Just, yeah, in a spacesuit. Yeah, he just wanted to go for a walk. Just chilling. Just chilling in space. Because <laughs> that's what you do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I was stuck on a spaceship, I would chill in space all the time. Would you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just uh, go hang out on the roof of your uh, spaceship. Yeah. Just, uh, just taking the sights. If I had the option, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. What if, uh, like, a stray uh, piece of space debris came and severed the line that was holding you to the ship and oh. life? Oh, what if? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Carpe diem. <laughs> Seize the day in space. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. That's I don't know. Okay. I would probably hide inside because I am afraid of everything. <laughs> but I like the idea of having the option to walk in space. <laughs> really, what it boils down to. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I probably would just mostly hide. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not even gonna pretend that uh, I would want that option. <laughs> Uh, I don't like going up on the second floor of my office building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am really afraid of heights, so I think being in a... Though I don't know if, it, if weightlessness would make it better, uh, but it, it, might, it might just give me a panic attack. Yeah, it would def- definitely give me a panic attack, I think, because uh, cause, uh, I think with the weightlessness comes a uh, lack of control. That's true, yeah. And uh, yeah, again, you know, just anything could send you hurling off into space. I mean, you've seen the trailer for Gravity, right? I, I have. Yeah. It looks like the most stressful movie ever. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the same time, though, I got to think, uh, what else is there in that movie? Then, I mean, we she gets hurled into space. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming she ends up somewhere. I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Where Where would she go? I don't know. Yeah. A, a far off galaxy. Huh. Another planet. That'd be weird. It would be weird. But I like the idea that it could happen and that I have no idea what is going to happen in that movie. I do kind of like the fact that I know almost nothing about it. I do kind of want, I like uh, Alfonso. Cuarto. Oh, yeah. Me too. Uh, I'm sure you know, it'll be a fine movie. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, uh, you know, uh, again, almost feel as if I've seen everything I need to see. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that can't be it. That yeah. has to just be the setup for, for what else is coming. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike the Carrie trailer, which does give you everything in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Unless, like, the the theory that Jenny had, uh, uh, listener of Jenny's my wife, the, <laughs> the theory that Jenny had was that, uh, like, the movie, the remake, uh, blows through all of the stuff from the original movie really quickly, uh-huh. and then spends more time afterwards, maybe, with, hmm. with other stuff. I don't know. Uh it's an interesting theory. Yeah, probably not. Because it would it would justify a trailer that shows you the entire movie, basically. Because right. yeah. yeah, that trailer is the entire movie. Yeah, I mean, even if you've never seen the original Carrie or read the book, yeah, or seen the other remake of Carrie, or seen any of the sequels to Carrie, yeah, 
yeah, the, the the trailer leaves nothing. It leaves nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe, but probably not. Yeah, I'm not going to see it anyway. That, me neither. Unless it's streaming on Netflix and I'm bored. <laughs> Even then. I'm yeah. I'm sure I could find something better. Yeah. Yeah. And also, Chloe, uh, Chloe uh, Moritz, uh, she's, uh, she's too pretty. Yeah. She's too pretty to be Carrie. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that one. Sure. <laughs> I look pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> no, sometimes I catch myself thinking, like, yeah, she's really cute. Yeah. But then I remember that she's, like, 16. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you can't deny that she is attractive. She's a good-looking girl. Yeah. She, she will be a very attractive legal adult. Absolutely. At some point in time. Yeah. In ten years. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually, uh, from the Carrie movie, I'm more interested in Julianne Moore. Yeah. Seeing how she does. Because, you know. I like a Julianne Moore. That's a good role, and I like Julianne Moore as well. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, in the end, though, zero interest in that movie. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I've never seen the original. Oh, really? Yeah. Or well, read the book. You know what happens. Yeah, I know what happens. <laughs> Why would I want to? Yeah. yeah. It's entertaining, but you know what happens. I have seen uh, the remake. The, the first remake. Okay, who's in the remake? Uh, the, the only actress of note that I can name is Angela Bettis. Okay. Plays Carrie. Okay. Uh, she is uh, she's an actress I've seen in quite a few things. She's in the uh, purview of the types of movies that I generally tend to watch. Porn. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, you would probably remember her. She was in, uh, the season of Dexter with, uh, Julia Stiles. Okay. Uh, she played one of the, the, the surviving victim. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Who, uh, you know, was still around and somehow enthralled by the, uh, by uh, Sherlock Holmes. Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sick boy? Was he yeah. sick boy? Uh, was he sick no, boy? No, he wasn't sick boy. He was, uh... Oh, shit. Fatso. He was Fatso. No. That's not a character. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was sick boy. Was he? I don't know. He might have been sick boy. He might have been. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, Whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> He's not Renton. No. No, he was not. <laughs> Oh, uh, Spud. He was definitely not Spud. He was definitely not Spud. No, I think he was Sick Boy, because I get Sick Boy and Spud mixed up. Because <laughs> Spud was sick. Yeah. In the bed. Yeah. It was yeah. gross. Yeah. All right, then. Yeah. First game. <laughs> oh. Uh, sub, uh, subpar. Yeah, pretty much. B-team episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, better than Scratch and Sniff. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but probably only because parts of it were cartoons. Yeah. And that just satisfies us on a juvenile level. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. 
Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters.